Get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Come on, St. Louis hockey fans, stand up and cheer. The Blues are back strong. This is our year. It's the Blues turn now. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Yeah, it's the Blues turn now. With that Al McKenna slap shot, you know we can't lose. Let's do that hockey. Come on, St. Louis! All over the hockey universe, the note is the news. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 51 of Let's Go Blues Radio. Uh, we are live on this, what do we got, uh, Monday, June 3rd, 2019. Uh, this is our live post-game show uh, after Game 4 of the Stanley Cup final game between the St. Louis Blues and the Boston Bruins. Mr. Jeff Ponder and myself, uh, Kurt Price, are here uh, this evening. Uh, Bill uh, attended this evening's game, and he may be joining us uh, from his car on the way back to give us uh, uh, his... Bill is is on assignment. Yeah, he's on assignment at Enterprise Center. (laughs) Yes, and we're we have do- a live we have a live reporter at Enterprise, <laughs> and we have on on scene on the uh, was it on the scene on the senior reporter on the on the scene, on the scene. Uh, in a Pareco jersey apparently yeah apparently that he just purchased. <laughs> yeah. It's like when, it's like when you go on vacation, you're cold and you buy a sweatshirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're doing this live uh, with no outline, no nothing tonight. Uh, Bill is asking for a link. It's right above where you. It's right there, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I'll post it again right there for you, Bill. There you go. Um, anyway, uh, Blues uh, took this game 4-2 uh, to two in regulation. And anybody who questioned uh, what the score was going to be tonight uh, should have just looked on uh, my Twitter feed because I predicted it. I bet the Blues would win, and I bet they win by two. So, so the it, Blues owe you all the credit in the world. They do, and uh, Bovada owes me money. I, I do love how we opened the show with Kurt was right, everybody. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I don't say it enough, to be honest. <laughs> uh, so I, I was I was actually uh, for tonight's game. I uh, went uh, saw a couple of buddies of mine I hadn't seen in a while. Uh, went to a Shooter's Bar in O'Fallon, Illinois. And uh, so that was a lot of fun. I got a seat at the bar about six o'clock and uh, had a f- uh, more than a few beers and some dinner, and it was a good time. So uh, I had a good time. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. And they played Glory as as I was walking out. It's fantastic. Yeah, I uh, I watched it at home. I think we'll be going somewhere for Game Five, but uh, the wife and I and the kid until the third period when he passed out somehow. My wife and I are sitting on the couch screaming. I'm pacing the floor, and somehow he falls asleep sitting next to my wife. I don't understand it. Yeah. But uh, then again, I don't remember what it's like to be a six-year-old, I guess. Uh, but, but yeah, we, uh, we went crazy. We played Gloria. We danced around like idiots. And, uh, man, when O'Reilly scored the second, his second goal. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I threw the pillow in the air. I was 
punching the couch. It was the weirdest celebration ever. About uh, at the ten thirty eight mark of the third period. So about yep. uh, what nine twenty two to go. Uh, O'Reilly puts the booze on top. That was, uh, you know, it, it was funny because going into the third period when it was tied at two, I was like, all right. So uh, for, of course, I'm just thinking about my, the money I've got wagered on this game. So I was like, okay, all right. So let's see. Uh, if we can just get one this period and then get uh, an empty netter at the end, then I'm I'm golden. I'm perfect. And that's exactly what happened. I don't, uh, I, I'm not sure if I should quit while I'm ahead or if I should try this again because, you know, I didn't bet on game one. And they they lost. And I did bet on game two, and they won. And I didn't bet on game three, lost. Bet on game four, and they and they won. Bill has just joined us. He looks like he's in a car. Are you? Uh, and and he's staring right at the camera and not focused on the road. <laughs> I don't think he's driving. <laughs> I could, clearly not. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, he's, he's muted. Ooh, there he goes. I have I have yeah I have all the monies. So I have a self driving car. <laughs> yeah. So, so I totally I believe that. To go to this game. All right. So Bill Day is on his way back from the game. Who uh, uh, was, uh, was at the game tonight? So Bill, tell us what's the, what's the scene like down there. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there's uh, heavy traffic getting out of the garage right now. Um, no, it was uh, it was crazy. We stood uh, for about uh, I don't know a half hour after the game. Uh, in front of the, uh, in back of the uh, NBCSN people, um, screaming, going crazy, um, just yeah, having a great time. Uh, it was it was pretty damn amazing, and uh, yeah, there was probably my favorite scene of the night. There was a, a couple that brought their two-year-old on the shoulders, got him on TV several times, and you know, two-year-old kid. And that's, you know, I, I, my parents took me to my first game when I was two, and I've waited, God, 40 years for this. It's well, just so amazing. Well, that, that two-year-old got in for free, right? Uh, he should have. I do believe he gets in for free. So, Oh, man. Listen, listen to that downtown. Is, that's that's is, fantastic. Yeah. Is, Julie dri- is Julie driving, Bill? She is. Uh, is she doing the Let's Go Blues? Give her a, say Let's Go Blues on the horn. Yeah. All right. Let's Go Blues on the horn. Nice. Yeah. It, it's a, yes. It's a Subaru. What do you expect? <laughs> it's good enough. It works. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. So, how long have you boys been on tonight? I I, I missed the, the start. Uh, you missed the very open. That's about it. Yeah, we we just All got right. started. Uh, Jeff had a Bluetooth issue that we had to work out, but yeah, it was uh, we haven't been on the, that long. Uh, so you got a you got a jersey tonight? Jersey tonight? I I did. Uh, it unfortunately they lost my phone number, so they didn't inform us it was ready. So we got uh, added the Stanley Cup uh, final patch to it. Um, so we had to wait for them to get done with that, and they never texted me. So we we uh, able to pick it up after the game. So I've I've got a Pareco jersey now. Nice. Hey, so, we can we can go to games together and match. Yeah, you guys I, like that. You, you guys, yeah. if you stand next to each other, you'd look like a phone number that they say on TV during TV shows. Uh, that's that's five, true. Five, 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 five. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this this just in. I have a friend that's in a Vegas bar right now. Uh, nice. Apparently, they're at uh, Blondie's Bar and Grill in Vegas, and they're cranking Gloria. 
So uh, good for Blondie's Bar and Grill in Vegas. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I, I heard Gloria a couple times uh, uh, where Bill is. Driving yes, home. yes, multiple times. You will hear it the entire way home because we have it on repeat. Yeah, that's <laughs> same from when I left from the bar. I did the same thing. Yeah, yep. just yeah, abs- absolutely amazing. Yeah, we're going to get a Let's Go Blues here. Nice. This really does sound like he is like live on the scene, like our EC reporter. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so you see all the folks walking by. Yeah, you got some media members. People headed back to the hotel. Uh, Bill, Bill, give me like a, like a, it's mayhem down here in downtown St. Louis. You need to call somebody over and ask, well, like, <laughs> yeah, ask him a question. Interview him. <laughs> uh, we just, we just turned away from uh, Clark Street. So I doubt we're going to get that opportunity again. Right. I almost did that. I almost asked if anybody wanted to be on Let's Go Blues Radio Live. <laughs> well, yeah. why the hell didn't you? That's a perfect marketing opportunity, you dick. I I know. They, uh, I don't know. They looked like two guys no cup crowd to me, but. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know what that means. That's funny, though. Uh, mm. and Andy, Andy, Andy Kravitz in the, in, uh, tweeted out. Uh, <laughs> that's all. I can't, I can't believe there are two games away. I mean, wow, the Blues, two games. Wow, I can't believe it. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, God, if, uh, if somehow they manage to uh, win in Boston on Thursday night, oh my God. I, I am buying tickets. I, I have to be there after tonight. It was, this was the most emotional I have ever been attending a <laughs> hockey game. Uh, you know, I've, I've been going to my, to games my entire life. I've uh, been to some of the great games. I was at the uh, Igor Kravchuk overtime winner against Detroit in 96. Um, you know, that ended a couple nights later with the Eisenman goal, heartache. Um, a lot of the Blues Blackhawks battles, Blues North Stars in the 80s. And this was by far the most emotional I have ever gotten for a hockey game. Yeah, Bill, I was at the uh, the 2001 Game 4 when the Blues swept the Stars, and I remember just hugging random strangers just all around me, and it was such a big deal. I could only yep. imagine we're two rounds later than that, how it yes. was there at Enterprise tonight. Yes, we we made a lot of new friends here tonight. Um, I mean, just they're... Uh... <laughs> The guy sitting directly behind me had a heart for Whalers, Brendan Shanahan, captain jersey on. And <laughs> man, we, uh, every time the Blues scored, you know, high fives all around. Everybody in our section was just absolutely just loving it and into it. You know, it, the city was behind everything tonight. It was, it was just amazing. How was uh, how was the concert with Mr. Willie Clark Duncan Michelson or whatever his name was? Gary <laughs> Clark Jr. He was he was pretty awesome. Uh, we didn't stick around for the entire thing because uh, we wanted to go check out some of the other stuff going on. Um, I missed the game time. Uh, didn't get a chance to swing by the game time uh, uh, tailgate beforehand, um, but uh, we were able to to get in and. Uh, Man, it's uh, the the concert was good. He's uh, he's got a great uh, Texas rock blues sound, and uh, yeah, uh, the people loved it. 
Bill, you, you, I'm guessing you consumed a couple beers tonight. Uh, what was your beer of the episode? <laughs> my my beer of the episode tonight was uh, perennial saison de lis. Mm. I had uh, had multiples of them, and uh, I will be uh, heading to the Friar Tux tomorrow to acquire more to consume on Thursday. It's a good go. luck beverage, apparently. Yes, yeah, got to stick with what's working. <laughs> And as as Putty taught us, you got to support the team. <laughs> uh, Puck guy fourteen in the YouTube chat says, uh, "Have fun, guys. Enjoy each and every moment of this ride." So, uh, uh, shout out we from will, the Eric. Fans. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Good guy from uh, Teal Town, USA. If you're not listening to, if you're ever interested in listening to Sharks Radio, make sure you give them a check out. They are fantastic. Yeah, they do live shows after each and every game, so uh, it's uh, neat to see the uh, feedback and commentary after each game. Yeah, great guys. And uh, they'll be supplying us, supplying us with some beer here very soon. Yeah, looking forward to that. And uh, uh, Man- Mandarin Melon asks, what were your six beers of the episode? Uh, <laughs> I only had four, but they were all Schlafly Pale Ale. As I've said, that's all I've been drinking this playoff run. I had uh, I had four uh, at the uh, at shooters and it was it was uh, they had a special on uh, uh, summer shandy, uh, two fifty each, like tall ones. So I had nice. I had four of those. <laughs> and that's one you can have four of safe. Oh yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a summer. It's a light lemony summer. I like it. It's good beer. It's like drinking lemonade. It is. It, it is. So uh, should we get into talking about this game a little bit, folks? Surely. All right, where do you want to start? How about uh, you know let's let's just let's get the negative out of the way right away here, because I'm I know we all want to talk positive for the most part. So the Blues had that insane pressure in the second period. Three of us were even messaging each other talking about how that's one of the best sequences we've seen from this team all playoff, and maybe even the draw ever penalty. Ever, yeah. I mean, that was phenomenal. They get yeah. a they get a power play out of it, and it goes to shit. Yep, that was the one of the most demoralizing things I've seen from this team all playoff. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it at, at the bar. It was uh, we we at the time. It was like decline the penalty. I, I we uh, did the, the decline the power play because we the power play sucks. It just, it's yeah. not good. And we've allowed four shorthanded goals in the playoffs this season so far. It's just uh, it's 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 a mess, and it uh, it has taken momentum away from this team much more than it has helped us. Yeah, and that's uh, after the game. I was saying, you know, to Julie that I've been did we lose Bill? Bill? There you go. Shorthanded goal that completely turns the series. And uh, thank God, thank God, it didn't turn this game because uh, man, that was that was definitely demoralizing. And and I'll tell you the observation from you know from where we sat, nobody was moving their feet on the power play. It was like no. they they were relying on the defensemen to do all the puck movement. Nobody moved their feet uh, off the draw um, closest to us at the beginning of that power play. Tarasenko just stood there, didn't support anything, um, you know. And then uh, by the time it gets to the uh, the point where Mac or uh, who was it? Uh, uh, not McAvoy, um, Carlo, uh, pinched up. You know, Pat Maroon, Ryan O'Reilly were, well, Ryan O'Reilly was skating at least, but Pat Maroon was just drifting through the neutral zone. Not any kind of urgency. It, it was, uh, yeah, 
very disheartening. Yeah, that when Bill, when when that happened, like I said, we'd all been messaging each other all game, and you even said in the in the little group chat, uh, "Who's to blame for that? Maroon O'Reilly?" And I think you were getting to the same thing I responded with that everybody. I mean, that was just a piss poor effort by the Blues after seeing so much momentum gained from the pressure they were putting in the zone to cause a penalty. And like Kurt said, everybody's even kind of thinking they're doing just fine. Five one five. Let's just, you know, somebody punch somebody in the back of the head and get a penalty and even it up. I I know it's, it's, it's terrible because then they came out and almost right away. They lost that momentum. I I told a guy in the pisser, I said uh, that if we keep it, if we keep it five on five, we're going to win this game. I said, I don't want a power play. I don't want a penalty kill. I just, Let's just keep it five on five. Yeah, and everybody knows that in this playoff, you tell somebody something in the history, it's totally true. Yeah, I th- and it it, it turned out it turned out to be uh, that was in between the first and second period. I said that, so it was before this whole uh, fiasco happened with the uh, with the power play. So, all right, so that happens. That was demoralizing, and, and you think, okay, two two game. This is frustrating, uh, but. This is something that I've been trying to remind myself, and especially my wife, who's like the most negative person in the world when watching Blues hockey. Um, this team's resilient, you know? The, something like that happens, you know, past Blues teams, you probably say, well, that's it. They're done. They're going to lose this and go down 3-1. They're going to lose in Boston. But this isn't past Blues teams. They are resilient. They don't give up. Um, and, uh, man, they, they came out in the third period that's- and – Played the way that I think we all kind of wanted them to. That's and that's what the the whole uh, being resilient, not giving up, rebounding after uh, something bad happens. That's why uh, I wasn't that down after the seven to two loss the previous game. I was, I mean, I was pissed off at the time and and down at the time, but you know, a couple hours later, I was like, okay, no, let's just let's play next game. I I I, I really and I, I I was confident about this game. I I mean, I bet on it, so I was like, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to bet on a game I'm not confident about. I thought they were going to win this game. I thought, I, and I've said this uh, online, I said, you're going to see a much better team tonight You have because you have to. And this team has showed in the past, uh, in the playoffs here, that they have rebounded very well from poor performances or just plain losses. They they, they play very well. So, yeah, that's, 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 what I that's, something, that's something else that, that I've been talking about with friends too. You know, after the 7-2 to loss, even guys who played the game have said, to me, you know, hey, they can't come back from that, right? No. I mean, in the playoffs, we talk, we've said this before on this show, that you have to have a short memory. You can't go into the next game and say, well, guys, we got killed last game. No, you just got to look at it as one game at a time. And I think that's what they did tonight. They stepped in tonight, even though they got their asses kicked in the last game, and they played their game. They took it to Boston. Five on five, I think they've, they've outplayed Boston in every game except maybe game one. Um, well, okay, game three maybe not too, but <laughs> but not even game three, honestly. Game three was what? Four power play goals and, and one uh, empty net goal, right? So they, I mean, Boston didn't dominate five on five in that game. It was, it was even if you take away those power plays. So it's just this team five on five can hang, not only hang with Boston, but take it to Boston. And I think that seeing the resiliency, seeing the way that they can come out and not take penalties like they did in this game, it's it's easy to believe that they can come out and win the next two games. Yeah. I, 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 that's And that's what happened in San Jose, uh, against San Jose. 
they had that the hand pass, the, the demoralizing hand pass game, that could have killed a number of teams, other other teams that uh, if that happened to them, they, they couldn't recover, couldn't rebound, and they would just be gone, or or even past Blues teams, uh, they would just not recover from something like that. But and I said it before, that when they lost game one, they lost the first period of essentially a, a possible seven period hockey game. So and and, you get, and the first person to win four periods wins. So they and they lost the first one. So for those of you just tuning in, I know uh, Keith Price is now tuning in. Asked if Bill is driving. No, he is in the passenger seat. So you <laughs> do not need to worry. Yes. How about that start to yes. the game though? Because, I mean, I, I I mean everybody always says you know you want to score first and it'd be nice to score early, right? Forty-three seconds into the game. Ryan O'Reilly on the wraparound. Uh, off and con- contributions from Dunn and Sanford. Dunn, who gets plugged yeah. into the game for the first time this series. And yeah. then uh, Sanford uh, uh, as well. I, I, I mean, it, you can't. It's, it, this whole storybook thing is kind of uh, like sprinkled in with uh, into this whole thing. The thing that, that's surprising to me is I think Sanford has stepped in and played really well. I mean, I, I've said this before on this show, even when the playoffs started. I like Sanford's game. I think he can have a little bit of Jamal Mayer's stone hands every now and then. But I think overall, he's a decent depth guy to have in the lineup. And, I mean, they they talked about on the NBC uh, broadcast, the Sanford, Perron, O'Reilly line was a line they had together earlier this year that looked good. And they did again tonight. I thought Sanford looked great in game three. He was one of the few players that had some jump. Uh, early and late in the game. So, yeah, Sanford looked great again tonight. I loved his game. And then Vince Dunn, I mean, man, what else can you say about him? He gets the puck to the net, and if you have guys that are crashing, I mean, he's exactly what you need out there for this team. I went ahead and muted you, Bill, since we're getting a lot of uh, a lot of uh, static and uh, uh, traffic noise. So if you want to unmute it, if you want to voice your opinion again on something okay <laughs> yeah um kurt i just want to wish you luck in post-production <laughs> <laughs> well no nah, it's fine it'll so i and i and you can unmute yourself right bill yeah so okay um i um loved i mean it, it, this this wasn't just a game where the blues you know eked out a four to two game a four to two win this wasn't a game where uh, uh the blues you know got away with one the Blues earned this victory. They outplayed Boston, um, outshot them 38 to 23, which was very similar to the stats from Game Two when they won, uh, as far as shots mm-hmm. on goal goes. Um, had the edge in the faceoff dot. Uh, both teams were offers on the power play. Only took three. Uh, only took two uh, penalties this game. So that was that's, a that's that's the key yeah, right there. Yep. Yeah, message received uh, from Brube apparently, and uh, maybe the officials as well since Brewery kind of uh, was publicly uh, annoyed with the amount of calls uh, going against us. Um, so I, I didn't uh, notice. I, I thought the game was pretty fairly called, I guess. I didn't uh, notice too much that was blatantly yeah, I, missed. Yeah, I go back to um, the play where, I don't remember who it was. Uh, I can't remember who it was. Somebody was yanking on Petro's jersey at the end of the, th- towards the middle of the third. Uh, there was a play in the blue zone and a couple guys got involved. I think it was Sanford and Petrangelo got involved with a couple of the Bruins. I could be wrong on that. But I know at one point we saw the guy um, 
we saw somebody yank it on on Petrangelo, and Petrangelo had his arms up like, "What the hell? Where's the call?" And um, I remember being mad at first, like, "What the hell? How are you not calling that?" But then I saw the replay, and I thought, you know, they're letting it go a little bit this game. They're not calling the ticky tack bullshit, and they're not calling the Blues on stupid shit. The Blue, the Bruins are getting away with just as much as the Blues are. And I thought, you know, I prefer this over what we've seen in the first two games of the series. Yeah, I, 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 the, I, I agree completely. Um, nobody wants to see the officials just constantly sending people to the box, um, especially the Blues either way, because we, we talked about that they they uh, lose momentum on the power play and they have allowed a lot of power play goals this, this series. So um, any special teams play whatsoever is not welcome uh, as far as I'm concerned right now for the Blues. Um. Let's see. Charlie Charlie Coyle scored uh, later in the first thirteen uh, fourteen mark. Uh, his uh, in the first period to tied at one. Uh, the Charlie Coyle goal that was. Um, yeah, Charlie pitched going. down the boards, and uh, he beat. Uh, forget who it was that he, he beat down the boards, um, but uh, flew by the Blues defenseman, threw the puck on net. Uh, Bennington kicked out a rebound. Yep. Coyle was quick to swoop in, kick it That's to his right. stick, and uh, buried to the back. Yeah, right I, in front of us. Yeah, I, I, I th- yeah, it was, it was really. I thought that was, I, I thought it was a good goal by Boston. I mean, that was just a. I'm trying to look and see where the Blues could have. That was just a good play. It was a good play, but I, I think it was it uh, Pareko and Bomeister that were out there. Pareko and Bomeister were out there, yeah. yeah. And uh, Sanford got beat. Uh, Sanford had a guy in the corner. Yeah, I thought I thought yeah, there was a little bit of blown coverage no, there, but, Schwartz, but yeah, overall that's Schwartz. a good that's a good Boston Bruins goal. Yeah, Schwartz was in the corner where Coyle came right. out of. Uh, Coyle swooped him kind of behind him and and tucked it in. Yeah, and tw- uh, I I put this in the group chat, but 20 seconds before that. Uh, Sanford had a pretty egregious turnover. Um, I yeah. mean, I had, I had sight lines on it, and he had options on either wing, and then just tried to throw it right in our zone, and uh, you know that was it. So that was the one, the one you know, one play that I will say uh, Sanford. It was it was kind of a it was kind of a broken play too at first up, up high in the zone. You're kind of breaking up, Bill. Uh, it was kind of. A broken play because uh, Shen yeah. and uh, Pareko came together and uh, took out uh, the Boston player, and he and then the, the puck came to Chara, uh, luckily for Boston, and then he carried it into the zone and then threw it back to uh, threw it on net, and then Coyle got the rebound. So, yeah, the puck sure came to Chara later too. Didn't oh, it, it did. It done. I kissed him oh, in the holy. face. <laughs> <laughs> and and there and I don't know if you yeah, heard Bill, but uh, uh, they said that, that he might he they're not sure about his uh, availability for the next game either. So. Yeah, Bill, did you could you tell? Did you yeah. notice that Char did not play in that third period? Yeah, yeah, I I saw him take one shift, and uh, that was about it. Um, I mean, where we were, um, I mean, they uh, they <laughs> Julie was kind of grossed out by the uh, when they skated off with a shovel full of bloody snow because it was oh, nice. pretty pretty heavy volume of blood in there, and probably a few chiclets. Yeah. Would you say they were loose chicklets? Yeah, loose chicklets. Nice. Uh, completely loose. Yeah. No, that uh, yeah, that was bad. I mean, it's funny because you know when that happens, and I have a friend that was at Ballpark Village, and he said that he was disgusted by Blues fans because they were cheering when that happened, and 
you know, yeah, it's not in good taste. I agree. But I'll admit at the same time when it happened, the first thought in my head is, hey, get Char out of this game is not a bad thing for the Blues. I mean, you, you definitely don't want to see something like that, yep. especially to somebody who's as uh, big of a star as Dano Chara is for this game. And uh, But, yeah, at the end of the day, that's I mean, that's a win for the Blues if he's taken out of the lineup. So, uh, you know, let's see what happens for game five. Yeah, yeah you've got, uh, you got Chara, uh, question mark, uh, you know, Coyle, or not Coyle, uh, McAvoy took the puck off the inside of the knee at the end of the last game. Uh, so we're we're starting to pound their D like we did against San Jose. Man, uh, you got to – that uh, Nordstrom has been having a lot of blocks, and some of them I'm like, how is he getting up after that? So he's got to be banged up too. The uh, the next – Oh, yeah. The, uh, Blocked what? another Pareko shot in the third. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was <laughs> – I just I, I every time I see him do that I'm like good good shoot it more make, <laughs> make make him pay for blocking the shot that's what you got to do. Yep. Um, Blues go up two to one on uh, Chozenko's goal. Uh, this was uh, Schwartz made this play. Uh, Schwartz allowed that pass to come through the middle uh, by stick lifting uh, Clifton. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, it, that was that was perfect. Yep. Perfect. So uh, yeah, well the the puck uh, who I can't remember I can't see who passes that is it uh, oh Shen Shen passes it to it's supposed to go to Sh- to uh, 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 Schwartz but he doesn't have a play on his cover so he stick lifts Clifton the puck goes to the point to Petrangelo who then does the toe drag and shoots and then Tarasenko gets the rebound and, and scores big huge goal huge goal in the first period yeah that was. Uh Pass-off Was that the one that hit his blocker? That was... It hit... Uh, it was his pad, or his blocker was on the ice, too. No, I think it was his pad. Okay. I think it was his pad, I think. Yeah, that was that was a massive goal. I mean, to... Uh, <coughs> oh, God, that was just... I mean, and the, the beauty on that play was just Tarasenko hitting the, going to the net. I mean, that's what you want to see from him, and He's been, he's been coming up big this playoff this this uh this series specifically he's looked good. Yep, taking a lead uh, into the second period uh, was. Uh, let's see who got the next goal. Boston got the next goal. Boston got it from uh, yeah the, the shorthanded Carlo. goal. Yeah. yeah, we already talked about. Yeah, that was a shorty. That yeah, I don't want to relive that thing again. <laughs> God. Just bad, bad all around. Yeah. Well, I but mean, then the next and, goal. And, and, well, I yeah. mean, it was, and and the people at the bar were kind of initially complaining about uh, uh, Bennington on this play. Um, I, there's, I, I don't I agree with that at all. And he damn near made that glove save yeah. on the no, rebound. He he got right. it. He got a piece Off the of tip it. Tip of his glove. Yeah. Right. Yep. God, that would yeah, have been. I think I think right now you're seeing a lot of people just piling on Bennington. Like uh, I think it was either Strickland or Korak tweeted out horrible rebound control on the uh, Charlie Coyle goal, but I mean it was just it was a snapshot, you know, from the corner by Chara, um, and a great play to go skate to stick by Coyle. So don't give me that. Yeah. Uh, Build. How do you think uh, Bennington rebounded after last game? Um, he he. Uh, looked at there were one or two times I thought you know like just pucks that got into him that he typically would like you wouldn't see the puck again that kind of leaked down to the ice um, there was one that you could clearly see 
it was at the opposite end of the ice, but I could see it get behind him, and I, I forget who it was, Don or Barbershop, I want to say, that got in and got the puck back between his pads. But, uh, you know, overall, I thought he came out and he was confident. He made the saves he needed to make. His, his love was, you know, back to where it needed to be, uh, was tracking pucks good early. Um, and, yeah, uh, like you said, he almost got the uh, – the Carlo goal just off the tip of the glove. And then, yeah, he really wasn't, you know, nothing huge that he had to come up with the rest of the way. So credit to the defense, but he was, I thought he, he rebounded well enough to uh, get us this win. Yeah. I, I, uh, the, the Carlo goal notwithstanding, um, I do think that his rebound control was a little off tonight. It's, it wasn't as good as we've seen. Um, I think it was the Bacchus play where, uh, Petrangelo uh, basically reverse DDT'd him in the third yeah. period, which was beautiful, by the way. Um, but when that yes. happened, I, I think it was that play where Bennington, it was just kind of a nothing shot, but he still kind of had the rebound pop out in front of him. Now he still covered it, but um, I think typically you see him jump on that right away. So I do think his rebound control was a little off tonight, but at the end of the day, like you said, he wasn't tested too much. Credit to the defense. They did their job, and I think um, I think overall, he did his job. He did what he had to do and got the Blues the win. You know, Rask had yeah. Rask had uh, that leaker behind him that just went wide. Uh, yeah, under his arm. Oh, oh yeah, right. right. That yeah. I mean, that, the, so uh, he had the yeah. power play chance for Boston right before they got their short end goal. Right. Yeah, that yeah. was again right in front of us. Yeah, and that, that was for sure. That was going in. Yeah, that was a short hand in the top between for the Blues. Um, yeah. So and 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 that, and and then Rask had the the rebound uh, on uh, the rebound control, you could say, on Tarasenko and O'Reilly's goal, uh, the second one. Yep. So I mean, I mean, it, yep. it, it, I, if you, I don't think uh, I think people might be a little too harsh with the whole rebound control thing tonight. That's uh, you know, yeah. GTFO. Well, and I'll tell you, it's it seemed like a lot of team, a, a lot of guys on either team were shooting the puck high and hard trying to force those rebounds and you know the puck is definitely bouncing in the uh you know the late spring warmth that uh st louis provided today so yeah and that's definitely part of it too because like you said uh kurt rask had a couple that uh i mean he was pretty good with his rebound control but yeah there's a couple where you're like normally i think rask covers that uh maybe even the petrangelo or the uh the o'reilly goal uh, the second one that uh, Petrangelo shot off his blocker. Yeah. Um, I think maybe typically you see him cover that up, but it bounced right off his pads and, and went to right where the Blues needed it to. And to be honest, I mean, I, I don't, I don't have a problem uh, with uh, the rebounds of either goalie. I mean, that, that they made the save in those situations, yeah. and especially on O'Reilly's goal, the second one. Uh, Boston's got two guys back. Uh, O'Reilly just kind of sneaks in there, and it's. I mean, it, for for uh, for all intents and purposes, I mean Boston sh- probably should clear this puck, but they it just happens to go right to O'Reilly. I mean he's just in the right spot at the right time. And to be honest, Petrangelo looks he looks before he no, shoots. No, he does. Yes, he he he, he carries yep. into the zone, gets the pass across, carries in. They, the Boston gives space, and uh, Petrangelo carried in and went, they allowed him to walk in the top of the circle and he let a shot go. Bef- but before he did, he looked and he lo- he saw two Blues crashing, O'Reilly and Perron. And he lets a shot well, go, high right. blocker, and then they're, and then they're there for the rebound. I'll uh, yep. I'll credit NBC's like I said, high and hard. Yep. Yep. 
I'll I'll credit NBC Sports coverage uh, at at one time here because I normally normally we don't talk too good about them. Eddie O kind of called that out that he he's like he he kind of ISOs Petro there. You see him look up yep. before he does anything. Typically, maybe he just throws it at the net. Maybe he throws it into the corner uh, where Perron was, but he looked up and he said, "Oh shit, these guys are crashing. I need to find a way to get this to the net." And not only that, the thing I loved, and I, and I sent this out on Twitter, the thing I loved about what Petro did on that play, and again, we've talked on this show about he just he looks timid in the offensive zone way too often. He cradles the puck, he toe-drags it in, and then he shoots it. And because if he doesn't do that, that puck is getting blocked, and quite possibly you're seeing a two or three-on-one the other way. And he he made sure to get it around the sliding defender. That was uh, and that is a that was Tarasenko's goal. Was it? Yep. This the O'Reilly's was a slap shot. Oh my bad. Okay. But well, no point, point, way. point taken though. It's the same thing. I mean, it's a different goal, but yeah, same point. Yeah. yeah. No, that was that was just. I think Petro right. looked so good in the offensive zone tonight. He did everything right in this game. Yeah. And we normally don't say that about him. He, yeah. He did. absolutely and. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm gonna have to jump off here in a second because uh, we've already made it home, and I know I've got three crazy dogs here that yeah. we're gonna have to take care of. But All just right. wanted to say what I thought during uh, the um, <clears throat> once Boston pulled their goalie, the Blues did not sit back and let Boston come at them. Right. That yes. the sequence that led to Shen's goal was they attacked the puck. Great turnover by Shen at center ice to force it himself, get the empty net goal. He didn't miss. Just, I loved our seats tonight. We had awesome sight lines for so many of the players, and God, he just—you saw it. He didn't miss it, and oh, what relief! What pandemonium in that building! Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for uh, calling in, Bill. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, thanks for and, being uh, our reporter let's on the go scene. Blues, blues. <laughs> Abs- uh, next time, I'll get some interviews. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right, catch you later, boys. See you, Bill. See you, buddy. Bye. And Bill's point about uh, not sitting back—they—they uh, they didn't sit back uh, before that even. I mean, they were—they were, they were no. pressuring uh, about you know five six minutes uh, left. Um, so they, they didn't uh, let Boston come at them in, in waves, which was uh, good to see because I was and everybody's worried about that. Like, okay, you know, we score with nine plus to go in the game. At what point are we going to sit back and let them come at us? And I saw they were only pushing one guy deep. Uh, which you know was fine, um, but that was semi-effective. I mean, they they didn't uh, they didn't that didn't let Boston keep coming at them. So they didn't let passes get through the neutral zone, which yeah. was huge. They right. were clogging that up. They weren't able to to get the puck in and then chip it past the defenders. They they were just stopping everything there in the neutral zone. And when the Blues play that kind of game, it's suffocating. It's hard for the other teams to beat them. And, and uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, the way that oh man, I just kept thinking like. Okay, you know, the Blues are keeping it deep. They're going to keep it deep. And then, you know, Bruins are going to get control here and, and turn it up and get some pressure. And we're all going to be having heart attacks for the last two minutes. That never really happened. No, I mean, it no. was it was phenomenal to watch. Yeah, it was great to, to get the empty net goal early after they pulled Rask because then you're not, like, holding your breath every shot. Yep. Oh, God. That's just... This- well, I know we talked about this last game, and I know Bill mentioned the, the, the statistics show... That you know, there's a certain time now when when uh, the teams are supposed to pull their goalie, and um, they were even talking about on the broadcast tonight that you're starting to see it much earlier now. It used to be 
one minute, one fifteen, you see the goalie get pulled. Now it's like two minutes, two thirty, and you know it's because teams are probably more confident in their puck control. But I still don't like that. I feel like that is way too soon to be pulling your goalie, especially again. And it, this is a reverse from what I said on Thursday um, with the Blues pulling their goalie. And uh, um, I think it was game one. The Blues weren't getting any pressure in that game. So I'm like, and I know you kind of reversed it on me, but <laughs> I, I, I was just, you know, I'm like, if you're not, if your players don't seem confident in getting puck control on these guys, why even pull your goalie that early? And I felt the same way with Boston in this game. Boston was getting outworked, outmatched. They were getting uh, beaten to all the loose pucks. And I'm like, man, why are they pulling their goalie right now? And then on top of that. They pulled him with like, it was about a minute and 50. It was under two minutes to go. Just under two minutes. I, I think. thought it was over two minutes. I thought they pulled him with just under two minutes. And they scored. we scored like 20 seconds later or something like that. Ah, well, maybe you're right, but still, I feel like that was still too soon because well, yeah, you look they, at the right. No, they didn't. Have, the, they didn't have the, any pressure. When you look at the control too, and and this is something else I don't like when teams do it. They basically just get it to the red line, shoot it in, and then that's when they pull the goalie. If I'm a coach, I I mean, when I coach, this is what I stressed: get control in the zone first, and then we'll pull the goalie. Because all they did was they shot it in. Blues got it right back out, and eventually it goes in the empty net. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh against teams pulling the goalie because it like it used to be like we said it used to be a minute ish a little bit over a minute and you pull the goalie uh when you get into the offensive zone but now it's got you know it's more than that but i I don't have a problem with with pulling uh two minutes or so um but again like you said it does it does depend on how the game is going i guess if if you're uh if if you've got a lot of offensive zone pressure then uh you know pull them earlier because then and then i guess if you got and it depends when you get an offensive zone face off too if you got a, a ozone face off uh, with a 215 to go and you're down by one situation for you jeff which i i guess is similar to last game uh ozone face or two games ago uh was it whatever uh ozone face off 215 to go do you pull the goalie if you're down by one uh, two fifteen to go. Ozone face off. Typically, I would say yes. Uh, just because I mean, if you if you get the win, you probably can get some control there, and if you get the loss, you can still possibly get someone into forecheck and keep the puck in. Um, yeah, I, I probably would. Um, and I like sound uh, scuba. Sorry, the guy in our chat that we call scuba. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, JP, I agree. Get control and him in a flow of the play and that's where that's kind of where my point is too is you know if you're just getting to the red line dumping it in and pulling them the play's not really going in your favor at that point if that's all you're doing to get the puck in you need to get control or even like you just said get a face off to where you can easily I, if you win you get the control i think it depends uh, somewhat too on, on how the game is going like if you're having like i said uh last time we talked about this that if you're having trouble uh, gaining possession in, in the in the ozone, uh, you 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 could pull the goalie and the extra attacker kind of hangs back a little bit and then you you press more guys another extra guy forward to try and crash and and uh, keep that puck in too. So there's a couple schools of thought with it and uh, and I agree that uh, Scuba also said that uh, Patrick Waugh started this uh, crap with his advanced analytics. He did. He was the guy that started pulling the goalie at like three minutes to go. Uh, sometimes so. Well, if you if you want to get into it, I mean. Mike Keaton was pulling the goalie in the second period back in the day. 
<laughs> yeah. One minute left. Ozone face off. Second period. Down by one. Let's pull the goalie. Remember when? Uh, remember when uh, coaches started pulling the goalie with like uh, three and four seconds to go in the offensive zone uh, to get an extra attacker to get a quick shot on net. Yeah. And and remember, I, there was a Blues game where a Quin, a Quinville pulled. Uh, I don't know who it was, Turek or whoever, but uh, uh, there was about four seconds to go. Yeah, and the, I remember the this. Blues pulled the the Blues lost the face off. Other teams shot the puck down the ice, missed the goal, would have counted, but yep. uh, uh, they missed the goal. And so that was that was in overtime too. Was it in overtime? I want to say it was overtime game three against the Stars because it went to two OT, and that was when I think Corey Stillman won it. Oh wow, Melonby. I can't remember. I don't remember if it was okay. I want to say that's what it was because it was either overtime or third period. Because remember even Ken Wilson going. Whoa! I don't I think Quinville's going to do that again. Yeah, I know. And I was wondering too. I'm like, I don't think he's ever going to pull the goal away. And I think that they. I mean, now you still see it with a couple seconds to go, three seconds to go, but uh, four seconds is pushing it. Yeah, four or five seconds. I mean, you can get the puck down ice real easy at that. Yeah. With that if you win it clean, left. take a slap if shot down. Clean. Yep. Oh man, no, I and it's it's. Uh, I mean, listen, pulling the goalie. It's statistically, you know, coaches aren't just doing this willy nilly. Statistically, it does work. It gives you a little bit of an edge, but I just don't agree with the way some of these coaches do it. And, um, you know, I, hey, you know what, though? Cassidy, go ahead and pull your goalie as many times as you want because uh, it seems like the Blues are finally able to start capitalizing on the uh, the empty net again because, man, that was, that was a hell of a play by uh, everyone involved on the ice to get that empty net. It really was. And, it, and like I said, it was nice to get it early. Um, yeah, because yeah, it, it, it was a sigh of relief. I mean, I was still pacing until the game to the game clock hit zero. But I mean, it was it was literally a sigh of relief. Yes. The minute that puck goes in the net, I'm just like, oh, thank God. Uh, our best players, quote, quote, were our best players tonight. Uh, Shen, yeah. had a, Shen had a goal. O'Reilly had two. Tarasenko had one. So uh, that's uh, that. I mean, we are uh, the whole uh, thumbprint for the Blues, this, these playoffs has been the depth and the depth scoring and, and whatnot. And uh, today, uh, while we got – well, it was a very good team game, depth game. Uh, Production-wise, the, uh, the the scoring came from uh, our top guys. So that was uh, that was good to see, uh, especially – When you talk about the top guys, it's not just the scoring. I thought Pareko and Petrangelo oh. had two outstanding games as well. Yep. And, uh, and, and Sanford. Sanford had a big assist on that first goal. Yeah, he um, did. God, I mean, he's he he. I mean, two games now he's got two big assists. I mean, let me. Well, last game that we got blown out, but it was a, it was a it was a he got an assist. It was a big goal at the time, though. It was. I mean, they, they needed that goal when yeah, that goal did. was scored. They did. So it's been uh, and and Petrangelo gets a couple of assists. So not only played well, but got a couple of assists. Done. Uh, first game, man gets a, gets an assist on the first goal too. So, um, just uh, just a, a lot of good things to 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 feel a lot of things to feel good about uh, after this game. Um, it could, I mean, you could say one thing about well, uh, oh, okay, Blues won, but oh, Dunn didn't look too good. Uh, no, he looked fine. Um, had a good assist, and uh, like and I and like you mentioned earlier, I, I think I don't know. I can't remember if you said if you were surprised. Or not. I'm surprised at Sanford the way he's playing. Um, I'm not. No, pleasantly, I didn't say so, it was, pleasantly, but I am. Pleasant, I am pleasantly surprised because yeah. I think I think a lot of people were in agreement, and I think you and I were the, uh, said the same thing that we expected to see McEachern in the lineup instead of Sanford, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that was uh, when I saw Sanford was in the lineup. I'm like, ooh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, all right. But 
he's been good. He's been good. Yeah, and um, you know, I yeah, I said earlier, I I think well, you and I used to talk about when the season started and when they called him up at first. We both used to say this exact quote. Have we mentioned that we love Sanford's game? Right. And yeah. and but then it just kind of trailed off and trailed off, and it was like, okay, he's a fourth line guy that you can't rely on for any depth scoring. But now that he sat a couple games, he looks like the guy that we saw when they first called him up uh, at the start of the year. So if he can continue to play this way for two to three more games, yep. I mean, that's exactly what you need. And he's working his way to, to becoming a mainstay on this roster. Fresh bodies, fresh legs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And yeah, you're right. We did say that. I mean, we, uh, and I liked his game. Thought he, I thought he had a, uh, a lot uh, uh, of upside. Um, young player, I, yep. you know, I, but, but it, yeah. And like, it, it didn't, uh, didn't pan out the way it was supposed to this season with him. So, but uh, who cares right now? It's, it's, it's working good now. No. And that's what we were, that's what I was always saying. And I think you guys agreed when, when people were talking about making a change going into the, the playoffs, you know, take out Sanford, put in player X, Y, Z. Yep. Well, they're winning. So you're not going to make that change. Right. But when they took them out, they had to, they were again, were winning. So what's the point? But then they put him back in all of a sudden he looks like the guy we know he can be. So hopefully that, uh, hopefully that trend continues for just a couple more games. Uh, we got a couple of good comments here. Uh, Bob Rakowski says Sanford playing for his dad. Yeah, that's awesome. true. Sanford awesome. lost his father earlier this year. Uh, Pareko not showing up. This is also from Bob Rakowski. Pareko not showing up on the scoreboard, but he's leaving his mark on players. We agree. He's going to win a Norris uh, trophy. Oh, he will. Yeah. One day. I mean, especially the way he, he has had a, I think he's obviously, we all think he's played well his entire career so far. This playoff, and correct me if, if you disagree, this has been his coming out party. Yeah. This, this has been, hey, NHL, I am an elite defenseman and I can match up with anybody on the ice. The, uh, remember the, uh, the, push from the loungers wanting him traded oh what? my god last the season talk last summer that was yeah. driving me crazy i got eat much idiots <laughs> yeah uh they yeah they can't move him they gotta hold on to him you gotta lock him up he, That's I, the guy you keep on your roster i mean if they were to have moved him they would have gotten a lot for him because he's yeah. a he was a highly sought after five tool player so and he still is. I mean, yeah, yeah. Maybe right. they, maybe he still gets inquiries this summer, and maybe there is just a deal that just blows the Blues away that they nah. can't say no to. But I, if the Blues I, are shopping him, that that is stupid. No, hopefully they're, they're not. They're, I, I mean, I I do not want to see him moved. But if they do move him, uh, I would be very excited to see who we're getting in return because that's yeah. that's a that's that's got to be some package coming our way. You're talking elite level score, elite goalie, elite, prospect. You can't get much more elite on defense. So yeah, good prospect. Yeah, it would be yeah. interesting to see what they would get. Uh, we got a couple other uh, comments here. Uh, Scuba says Colton Pareko stomped that big nose midget into the ground. <laughs> I think we all know who he's talking about. Yeah, I know. Uh, this is also from Scuba. Blues top lines laying on hits. Uh, uh, playing like Chiefs identity, old school hockey. Yep. Uh, <laughs> another good comment from him. Uh, Pareko looks like he stepped out of a comic book as a superhero. <laughs> uh, I, he says CP. That's probably me. Talk oh, about Kurt me. Price. Talk right. About me. Talk about me. 
can't replace Kurt Price. He right. says that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, again, right? Thank you very much. Scuba knows yeah, he's, man, he's giving you a lot of love there. The Blues can God, build around scuba. me. They probably could. Back in, room. back back in back in my day. Yeah. I'm a little old now, but back in the day, you never know. I've seen those shootout skills. Hey, I, well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a uh, Rodney Metz says any updates on Rob Tom? Um, as far as I know, no. We haven't heard anything, right? Well, uh, well, no, haven't heard anything officially, but uh, uh, Jr. is hinting that uh, he's probably done. Um, yeah. Just because of uh, in 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 uh, practice, he's not t- he's not participating in drills. He's skating, but he's not doing really drills. He's not. Uh, he the shots on net are just soft wristers. Um, he hasn't really done anything. Just he's just skating around. So uh, and so that I mean, I wouldn't think he'd be skating around. Is he wearing a visor? I haven't seen him wearing a like a, shade, a tinted visor. I haven't. I haven't seen. I don't think. Know. I don't think he is. But um, so that would say not a concussion to me. But uh, so maybe and speculation was a wrist. Yeah. So maybe maybe it is his wrist because the shots he's taking isn't. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Fractured wrist, uh, you know, maybe a, I don't know, some kind of contusion to the wrist. I'm not sure what it would be, but yeah, that's that's my yeah original but, thought. But based on the Jr. said, based on the way he's uh, taking part in practice, uh, he is you know he gets the impression that he's not going to return this series. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Scuba asked Chara on NHL protocol. Uh, I don't think no. so i don't think it's a massive matter of concussion i think it's just a uh matter of i think i think they just wanted him out there for moral support honestly the only reason they brought him out there um maybe we see him i don't know maybe we see him in game five but that looked like a pretty hard shot to take to the face yeah and, I, and it makes you wonder when he came back on the bench with the with the cage with the shield on the full shield i was like okay he uh had some damage done and it'll be interesting to see how he takes a hit and uh when he, I noticed that like he didn't start the period. Like, huh? Right. Okay, that's interesting. He didn't start the period. That's weird. Um, and then a couple minutes goes by, and then uh, there was a there was a penalty. Uh, Blues got power play. I'm like, he's not killing the penalty either. So I'm like, he's not playing this period. Uh, about three minutes goes by, he hadn't taken a shift. I'm like, he's not playing. He, why, why have him out here if he's not gonna play to start the period? The longer it goes, he's not gonna play to finish the period. So right. and, and he's not gonna kill a penalty or or, or on the power plays. So he's not playing. And he, he was out there strictly for moral support. Moral support, maybe in an emergency type situation where, you know, uh, they have to play him. I don't know, but uh, see, I was thinking maybe power play because you got to figure maybe you throw him out there on the point, and the minute the power play ends, you take him right back off because he's there for the shot, and you got to figure he's not going to take a lot of pressure from somebody in the boards or something. But uh, yeah, they didn't. They didn't even risk that. So oh. I, I'm not sure why you would roll him out there in the game at yeah. all. But um, I don't know. Like I said, I think when we saw the shot of him, if you were watching the feed on NBC Sports, he was kind of just up on the bench, just tapping everybody on the shin pads after the O'Reilly goal and saying, let's go, guys. I think that's the pure reason he yeah. was out there. You, you'll see guys return to the bench in the playoffs and not not play another shift. It, that happens. It happened with Thomas um, yeah. in that game. Uh, well, he played a couple more shifts, but he didn't. But that was it. Um yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if he his status for the rest of the series because that's big if he's out. Even though he's 42, is that what it is? He's 42. He's still yeah. a key cog in their defense. 
Yeah, I mean he's a monster. He's a yep. big guy. He's got a long wingspan. I mean he doesn't have the speed, but man, he doesn't he doesn't get burned often. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Scuba asking who else are the Bruins missing. Well, we got uh, Grizzlick. He was the guy that got hurt in the yep. uh, Sunquest check. Um, Scuba says they're also missing Key D Man, maybe Miller, Kevin Miller, right? He's one of their defensemen. He, Bam. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's not. Uh, he didn't play tonight. I was going to say, he's been hurt for a while, I yeah. think. If he's still on the roster. I actually forgot he was on their roster. I don't think he is. he? Let me see. He might not be. Uh, I know the Blues had him in my NHL 18 sim. Let me look it up here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin Miller is, yeah, he's on the yeah, roster. Yeah, he is. Okay. Yeah, look at this, uh, this game not, not listed as injury reserve, so maybe he is just a healthy scratch. Okay, he yeah, he's only played uh he's played twelve games. I'm mm. I'm sorry. He well, has, he's played he no, he's played no games in the playoffs this year. Okay. He has well, he's yeah, his he's got his playoff stats end at uh seventeen eighteen. The only player they have listed on the uh injury reserve looks like uh uh Grizzlick. Mm. <clears throat> so that's, uh, yeah, it's hard to tell. Playoffs, yeah. it's hard to so, tell. So no Grizzly. don't release that. No Grizzly and maybe no Chara. Yeah. Um, that's that's a big deal. Uh, it was reported, this from Rodney Metz in our chat, it was reported Chara was advised not to return. So yeah. like you said, Kurt, we saw Robert Thomas do this. He returned to the bench but didn't play. Um, I think that's probably the case. They just said, Chara, we can't put you out there, but uh, you know, if you're up for it, we'll give you some pain meds. Get back on the bench and be out there for the guys. Uh, the Bruins' uh, top line, the perfection line, if you have uh, uh, Marchand and uh, Bergeron and uh, Pasternak, uh, two assists tonight. So they had, uh, and it was on the one goal, uh, on Carlo's goal. So they uh, they they were uh, held goalless, I guess that that line was. So that's uh, that's good. Um, I think uh, I was curious to see how that was going to play out tonight after they kind of broke out last night. Um, I had a conversation with a Boston fan on uh, Twitter who uh, said, look out now, the perfection line is uh, is uh, woken up. And I'm like, yeah, they woke up last game. Doesn't mean they're going to do it this game. I mean, it's, it's, you take things from game to game. We'll see what happens. And uh, they didn't do a whole lot. Tonight. I mean, production-wise, didn't do a whole lot tonight. So, they, Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's easy to, to take a, five game, six game span in the regular season and say, Oh, this line's killing it. They've got 15 points in the last four games, you know, but that kind of trend, you don't always see it translate in the playoffs. You're not having five, four games. You're not seeing these games where, where this one line is just carrying the team. It's always about getting your players to, that are your good players to remain, to be your good players, but also getting depth. So, yeah, for for people to say the perfection line is woken up, what, what do you think they're no. going to have another seven goal game? That's highly unlikely. This guy was a this guy was a, one of those Homer toolbox guys. He just yeah. Aside from okay, so the, the they broke out last game, had a very nice last game, a lot of points. Uh, I get it, um, but in game one and two, uh, one assist and the empty net goal, which you can throw out the window. So one assist and then uh, two assists tonight. So three. Three assists in three games, aside from uh, games one, two, and four. Yeah, and 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 goal. So I mean that's and that's three out of the four games, they're held goalless uh, against a goalie. Yeah. 
So that's that's that, true. That's a that's, that's a nice little nugget to have and something to look forward into in game uh uh game five in Boston. So um it's easy for us to sit here and be excited about tonight. And I'll admit, typically, uh, typically, if we weren't doing this show tonight, Kurt, I would probably still be celebrating right now. But uh, since we're doing this show and we have to ask, act somewhat professional, uh, let's talk a little bit about Game Five. What do you uh, What do you expect? Do you see a uh, a perfection line, quote unquote, waking up again, or do you um, do you think that the Blues are going to continue what we saw in Game Four? This is tough because. It, Basically, the scenario is playing out kind of like last series, right? So, um, two to one, Blues tied up at two, and then it goes back to uh, Boston, like it went back to San Jose. The Blues won in San Jose, and then they came back home and won and closed the series out in six. So, they won three straight against San Jose. Uh, Are they going to win three straight against Boston? I don't know. Who knows? But uh, I am... I'm nervous about this next game, to be honest. Uh, I'm because the series is going back and forth. Um, so, I, I, I guess the question is, do I want to wager on this game? Like I wagered on games, uh, uh games two and four. Uh, they won games, both games I wagered on. So I, I, I am not excited to wager on game five right now. I, I'm just, I, I can just see this being a back and forth series. And I can see Boston uh, coming out uh, better in Game Five. However, you know they don't have Chara, so I mean I, I think that's gonna. I mean I don't know who they're gonna plug in defensively. I'm not up on Boston's defense. Who they got next man up as far as that goes? Oh goodness, let me see. Probably uh, what Steve Camper, um, Jeremy yeah. Lawson. Some of these guys I haven't even heard of. Yeah, uh, I know, right? Erho Vakanainen. Vaka Ziboril. Vaka work here anymore. <laughs> I would think, just judging by the names and what I know of this team, I would think Jakob uh, Ziboril. I think that's how you say his name. I think he would be up next. Hmm. But I could be wrong. So he's no Chara. But he, I mean, maybe Chara plays. I, but based on the fact he didn't, I mean, what we know, Thomas didn't finish. It didn't uh, play uh, much after his uh, hit from Krug in Game One, um, and hasn't played since. Uh, it wouldn't be shocking to see Char miss. I mean, Dunn missed a handful of games after getting hit in the mouth with a puck. So I mean, the same thing could very well happen to Chara. So we shall see. Obviously, it benefits the Blues for Char to be out, um, and I don't want to wish an injury on people, um, but. Uh, I'm not going to say I'll be sad. To, I won't be sad to see him uh, not play in Game Five if he doesn't let's, play. Let's word this in a very nice way, Kurt. Let's just say that uh, we we really appreciate what Zdeno Chara has done for this game, and we want to make sure that he's as healthy as possible. So just go ahead and uh, you know not let him play Game Five. Rest up for next season. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and he he's won a cup already, so he he's he's already won a cup. He's had his day in the sun, so he's not missing out on something he hasn't done before. That's right. That's right. I, yeah, I, I'm looking. I, I'm thinking. And man, I I hate these two day breaks. Uh, somebody just mentioned in the in this chat here, um, Bob Rakowski again, uh, winner of the Bernie Federko giveaway earlier this year. When we actually gave away Bernie Federko on the show. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I worded that incorrectly. Bernie Federko book. 
Uh, Bob uh, says these two-day travel breaks kind of kill momentum. Um, yes, they are definitely. Uh, actually, somebody uh, wanted to mention this real quick. Rapapap says it'll be Camphor that will come in for Chara. So um, a little bit of NHL experience there, so we'll see. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, the two-day breaks, man. Um, obviously, they want to do this, I think. I understand it. They're trying to do it to win. It's not on the nights of the NBA final, for one. And two, uh, I think they're doing it. Um, oh. uh, I think they're also doing it because um, they are trying to get as many weekend games in as possible. For whatever reason, ratings are higher. I think advertising is a little more expensive for weekend sports. So I think that, that that's why they want more weekend games. But yeah, this these two-day breaks, I, I, I mean, as a fan, it drives me crazy. I can only imagine what it's like for a player. Yeah, well, the last two-day break we had, we lost the next game. Yeah. So there's that. Um, and it came after us winning. So the two-day break, did, I mean, didn't uh, hindsight being that it didn't do us any favors, you know, it didn't help us any. Uh, maybe it will this time. I don't know. Um, God, it'd be nice to get Thomas back, you know. God. But I don't think that that's going to happen. Such a big part of that depth on this team. Yeah. Um. I, I, I'm, would, you, I, would you trade a Thomas for a Chara? Yeah. Not like literally trade. I mean, like I mean. out of the lineup? Yeah. yeah, I would. Because I think I think we have, we have a lot of depth. Uh, but I mean, Chara's their captain. And I just, I mean, that, that would, that kind of takes emotionally, that's got to do something. You would yeah. think. I mean, again, I think that's why he was out there on the bench. Yeah, no, I agree. Because I agree. he's such a big locker room guy and everybody loves him and listens to and him. And he's so. good. He's still good. He's a good player. He's still a good player. Yeah. I got I got people in uh on Twitter telling me to let it ride. <laughs> my, my winnings on yeah. in game 5. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? I Keep I mean, going. yeah, it's I mean, I didn't bet a lot, you know. I just I I like I said I logged into my Bovada account and I had like $13 in there the other day. And so I decided, oh, I'll just, okay, I didn't realize I had that in there. I'll bet on the Blues to win in game two. And they won. So end up like 30-some dollars. Okay. And then uh, I didn't bet on game three, and they lost. So I decided to bet, okay, I'll bet on game four, see what happens. Because I felt good about game four. And uh, so they, I, I bet 20 on the, the Blues to win, and then five to, uh, for them to win by two. And uh, the five paid off for 35 bucks. And... Uh, and I, I I about doubled my money on the blues almost on just winning. So that's like eighty some dollars in the account now. So if I let that ride, that's gonna you know, I could I could be uh that's Disney money right there. There you <laughs> go. Because I, I will be in Disney. I'll be leaving uh Wednesday, early Wednesday morning. Too. Buy yourself some uh some Star Wars garb. Jesus, I, I I'm gonna be down there for games five and six. And if it goes seven, and, which it very well could go seven, uh, I will be home for that game. But five and six, I will uh, be home So you'll be home, was that, that Sunday? Tuesday. I, I don't know what day it is. I think that's Tuesday. Uh, when are you coming home? Um, the fifth. I'm, I'm gone the fifth through. I'll be back on the 11th. Late on the 11th. Like almost the 12th. <laughs> okay. Well, the 12th, I, isn't the, tw- the 12th? Uh, man, is, need- the 12th is game seven. Oh boy! So yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we—I don't know. Um, you need to get some internet on your flight. Maybe we can do a a show before Game Seven. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
we we'll see. I mean, I've, I maybe I can uh, call in, or maybe we can just uh, do a game, uh, a pregame show. I don't know. No, I'm just making shit up. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. We could uh, we could definitely do uh, maybe even a Sunday show if uh, you're up for it, doing it live from Florida. Yeah, if I have time. Good lord, it's like an itinerary is ridiculous. Oh yeah, there's a lot to do there. You ever been there before? No, uh, yeah, well, yeah, I have. Long, I mean, back in like ninety five or six, something like that. Hmm. Yeah, it's there's plenty to do. I was there a couple of years ago. A lot of fun. Um, we went uh, right at the end of April, and I remember that was um, 2013. The Blues were in the playoffs. It was the first round, so we had to catch both. There was two games that I had to watch while I was there, and I remember everybody giving me trouble and i'm like i'm not the one that scheduled it my wife did and surprised me with it for my birthday and i'm like the first thing i said to her was well that's probably playoff time honey yep and of course i was greeted with a that's the first thing you think of when i surprised you with the trip to disney world it's the first thing i think of every time vacation is <laughs> yeah. scheduled in the summertime i'm like is it after the playoffs will be over every <laughs> single fucking time yep that was that was my dad's stipulation with us growing up. Anything we wanted to do had to be in late June through September. <laughs> uh, uh, Scuba in the uh, YouTube chat asks, "Con Smythe favorites so far?" Oof. Well, for favorites? both sides, yeah, Boston, it's it's Tuka Rask. Yeah, easily. Um, man, for the Blues. It that that's a good question for the Blues. I'm thinking um, it would have been Schwartz, but he's cooled off again. Uh, maybe uh, maybe uh, O'Reilly, maybe uh, Pareko. Um, Pareko is one that yeah that stands I, out to me. I, I Pareko is the I mean he, like I mean just as far as like overall play, I think it's him easily. Um, yeah, I mean we've seen. I mean shit, the year Chris Pronger. Took the Oilers and then took the Flyers to the final. The rumor was he would have won the Conn Smythe if his team would have won. Yep. And it wasn't even because of points. So it's, yep. hey, defenseman Scott Stevens won it a couple times. Granted, a little bit of that was leadership. But um, yeah, I, I think you could totally see Pareko win that. And I think with the Blues' depth, I think they're, they, you know, the, the, they've gotten relatively balanced scoring, I think, in this, uh, in this series so far. But, uh, um, I, Man, yeah, that I, is that is a tough question. It is because uh, I mean the forwards are kind of and there's a a few forwards you think of that have played well, but it's like are, is one any better than the other? And uh, well, and and I I've talked to a, a friend of mine who covers the the Devils, and I asked him once, um, you know, all the the years that they won, uh, you know, who was one of the better players, and he said Scott Stevens. And the reason I say that is because it's hard to just pick one guy from those teams outside of Martin Brodeur. Uh, who was a good skater for them. And he said Stevens is the default because he was the captain. So you got to wonder if some of that might go to Petrangelo. Yeah. You know what, though? I mean, what Tarasenko has, what, five points now in the first four games? Yeah. He's got three goals, two assists. And I think with him having the name, the superstar status, it definitely rises him above as somebody who could get that too. I mean, you look at the point leaders for the Blues. Yep. Schwartz is still number one. Uh, tied with O'Reilly for the team lead at 18. And then uh, Tarasenko is right behind him. He's got 16. Uh, and then for goals, it's Schwartz with 12. But, you know, two of those have been hat tricks. Yeah, and still. Uh, Tarasenko's had 11. 
Yeah, I guess I was just thinking more on the final here. I guess that's what my was as far as like. A, yeah, I mean, it is. Uh, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, true. But and the same, they, but I do think a lot of people take into consideration the whole. Play. Oh no, I agree. And it's, I mean, so Schwartz is up there, uh, obviously. Schwartz yeah. O'Reilly, uh, Tarasenko is close. You know, um, but Preko, I got, yeah, I, that's that's a really good question. I don't know who. I mean. <sighs> Another default pick is probably Bennington, just because he's been in goal the whole time. But yeah, but he he's definitely had his rough games too. Yeah, I mean, and like like we've all talked about, is it, you know, a, a lot of his poor stat games, a lot of that stuff's not his fault either. Um, but to be honest, okay, okay. So look, his his save percentage uh, in game one against Boston nine nineteen, game two nine thirteen, game three was a bad one seven three seven. Again, like that that was not on not on him all completely. Uh and then today was nine thirteen. Uh Scuba uh adds Scotty Gomez, Eliash, they had skaters. Yeah, they did, but I think again, uh, what my buddy was trying to say is that those guys kind of canceled each other out. You know, you you had so many players that could play that it was easy for them to just say, Well, let's just give it to the captain because every one of these guys can make a case for it. Um and uh, let's see, we've got uh, uh, Tarasenko is what Rodney Metz says. Um, he's uh, let's see, Scuba. I guess he's talking about the Devils. The one guy who played for the Blues name escapes me. From those Devils teams, uh, Scott Stevens is the one that I'm thinking of. Scuba says Allen looked good. <laughs> Allen did look good. He allowed a goal. How many shots did he face? Not a lot. Uh, two. Three, he looked. I mean, he looked. Uh, he didn't play enough to for me to judge how good he looked. Uh, he had four shots against. Four shots, one goal against. Well, and then he had the one on the bench, so that's five. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think. He, I mean, I don't think he played good uh, enough to for me to even judge how he played. No, I mean, that's. I, I was gonna say. I think he's joking. <laughs> uh, okay. I, no, no, no. I get that. I, I thought we were just gonna. Yeah. I mean, if, if I had to say, you know, in, in his like four shots, how do you look? Former devil signed with Blues Big Body. Oh, he's probably thought uh, Jason Arnott is probably who you're thinking of. Uh, Jamie Langenbrunner could be mixed in there too. Anyway, um, well, Kurt, anything else from us? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I'm excited about Game Five. I'll be watching from Florida, uh, ESPN Zone or wherever the hell it's called, or somewhere down there. I don't know. At worst, the hotel room. <laughs> yeah, I mean you'll be able to get it anywhere, but. Uh, yeah. The kids are gonna want uh, the Mickey Mouse channel on at all times. And those no, my daughter will want to watch hockey with me. She's already said she wants awesome. to watch hockey with me, even though that uh, the game is gonna be during the fireworks portion of the evening, which uh, I've made it known that I will be attend- I'll be watching the Blues game at that point. I will not be watching fireworks. Um, mm. That would drive me bananas. So well, Teresa, she she's into the Blues too, right? Isn't not, she gonna watch not them particularly. Too? No, she's not. No. Really? Not really. No. I mean, she. Huh. No, no, she's not. Um, well, then not then really. Screw her. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> she wants the people to you know, lose to win, but she doesn't care necessarily watch it. Hmm. Um. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'll, I'll be watching it from Florida. So. Well, that'll be interesting. Um, Where my blues guard in Florida? Safe travels. Yep. Happy flight. <sighs> yeah, couldn't we couldn't have taken this vacation next week? Yep. Or t- oh, 10 days That's from now. killer, man. It, it would be hard for me to leave the city right now. <sighs> I, 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 I mean, I, I don't want to. 
<laughs> well, best of luck to you. Um, folks, don't worry. Uh, Let's Go Blues Radio. We will still have a show next week. Um, well, you don't know when yet. Uh, might be without Kurt. Depends on if we have a game seven. But uh, either way, it will either be a, a season wrap up or it will be a game seven preview. So we will see. Hopefully it's a celebration show. Yeah, like like we said last week, if the way that that show goes, it's going to be hard to tell when we'll all three be able to get together for it, one. And two, how sober will we be? Well, I think um, should should the moment happen, you know, where the Blues do actually clinch the cup, uh, I do believe that the cell phone videos need to be going to capture the moment of the, and we'll just kind of compare them all. Wherever we oh, are, yeah, wherever I, we are, just you know, just start recording stuff. I actually will be a lame former reporter and probably actually get some interviews with some random people just to <laughs> uh, get the feel and, and be able to post that audio because I think that would be a lot of fun. All right, um, I guess that will do it for this post game show episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. Uh, Bill. Thanks for joining us uh, remotely. Uh, we enjoyed that uh, that take from on the scene in downtown St. Louis. After, well worth it. After the Blues' uh, 4-2 victory versus the Boston Bruins, the hated Boston Bruins. I'm Kurt Price, and uh, for Jeff Ponder, thanks for joining us. Until next time, everyone, let's go Blues. Let's go Blues. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. I'll look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? Only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.